Hi, my name is Josh Hannaberry, and welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. At the Truck Focus Podcast, our mission is simple. I want to connect transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. Over the last decade, I've been fortunate to connect with several transportation industry leaders that have had a positive impact on my life, and I look forward to connecting them with you. Friends in the industry, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, JD Factors. JD Factors, factoring on your terms. Nobody knows your business better than you do, which is why JD Factors tailors their services to fit your unique cash flow needs. I highly recommend working with Gord Onley, Business Development Officer for Western Canada. If this is the first time you've ever checked out a Truck Focus podcast, I welcome you to our community. And to all of our dedicated listeners, I just wanted to continue to say thank you for your investment of time. I highly recommend that you like and share this episode today, but also subscribe to the channel you're listening on. So a major pain point for carriers and other professional organizations in the transportation and logistics sectors is cash flow. So you offer an incredible service, you deliver your product on time, it makes it from point A to point B without issue, you give them the, the invoice for payment, they have to wait 30 to 60 days. Meanwhile, all of your ongoing business expenses are still being withdrawn from your bank account. So in today's episode, I'm excited as Gord Onley, who is the business development officer of Western Canada at JD Factors and I, we dive into factoring. What is factoring and how can factoring services help you get paid right away so you don't actually need to wait that extended period of time to receive your hard-earned money? So I highly recommend that you visit jdfactors.com, but also connect with Gord directly. I've included all of his contact details in the show notes to see if JD Factors is a solution for you. As always, I'm super excited for the value our conversation is going to have today. Let's get to it. Gord, welcome back to the Truck Focus podcast. Really excited for our conversation today. On a couple of fronts, obviously, cash flow is a major concern for most companies. And I think often they, uh, they kind of have the mindset of, well, I guess this is how it's going to be. And that's something that I'm really grateful for your expertise in factoring where that's not the case. So super just excited for what we'll dive into today. So welcome. Uh, that's great, Josh. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So kind of start us off, who's Gord Onley? And can you give us a little bit of it, I guess, the backstory on how did you get into the factoring space? What's your experience even involved in the transportation industry? Yeah, I mean, I've been in the transportation sector in a way for the first 10 years of my career. Uh, after school, I had a liquid waste management company. And through that, I, I owned vac trucks in, in some dump trucks. So uh, when I left that industry and got into commercial finance and found my way into factoring, I found factoring for trucking companies an easy fit because I could relate to, to you know, what they experience. And certainly I could relate to cash flow challenges. Yes. Yeah, I forgot actually that you had the uh, the trucking outfit out east. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, Six the uh, trucks, a couple of straight trucks, and two dump trucks. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, it's interesting. All the meat, all the meat a lot of fuel, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the idle time on a hydrovac is. Uh, oh man. Or I guess a vac yeah, is fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, and it's cool. So to our listeners, if you wanted to check out episode 17, when we first started the podcast, Gord was gracious to join. I was a little more stumbly, I was probably a little sweaty and yeah, it was just a good conversation. So episode 17, um, definitely check it out. You can learn more about Gord on there too. And yeah, but again, Gord, thanks so much for hopping on. Great. The, um, so from a JD Factor standpoint, the company that you work for, can you kind of walk mm -hmm. us through as a company, who's JD Factors? What's the mission? And where do people go so that way they can learn more about the company itself? 
Right. Well, JD Factors is a family-owned business that's been around for almost 35 years. I would say we're one of the larger trucking factoring companies out there. Um, probably not as large as some of the corporate conglomerates that are seem to appear in the last few years. Um, but we are specialists in, in trucking, and we also do non-recourse factoring, which is a specialty as well. Um, as far as finding out more about us, our website is great, I think, and it's simply jdfactors.com. Awesome. Awesome. So from a trucking perspective, do you have a, from a company perspective or you as just a professional, do you have like an ideal client that you like to work with and the business is looking for? Well, we, I mean, we are sector agnostic, which a lot of people don't realize. So we'll, we'll do just about any type of business, but uh, trucking is one of the most highly factored sectors in the world. So by far, the majority of the companies we deal with are not only trucking companies, but they tend to be smaller trucking companies. So fleets up to about 10 trucks is the majority of our clients. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's key because when I had my small outfit, obviously when you owned your outfit and Mm -hmm. you're hustling to get the customers, you're hustling to keep the customers happy, but yet you're still paying everything while waiting to be paid. And I think that disconnect in industry, sure, it's normal, is so painful Mm -hmm. as we can both share. So (laughs) So, yeah, many a paycheck. That was actually a driving force for us when we had our outfit was we would always say, I can't wait till we can make a consistent paycheck because that's right. Yeah. By the end of the month, there was just nothing left. And you're like, that's true. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so happy yeah, days. But, yeah. No but doubt. We can, I mean, as a consequence, we can, you know, I can empathize as can my colleagues with the challenges trucking companies have. And I mean, they, they are the backbone of our economy. We, we can't forget that. And especially now during COVID. I mean, when we take a look at supply chain issues, I mean, they, they keep our economy flowing. They keep the food on our shelves. And so, you know, we in our own way provide a, a, you know, a bit of grease to the wheels to help keep that flowing. Yes. That's a really good analogy and a really great picture for our listeners too, because you're absolutely right. They stop, we stop a society. So it's nice to know, again, you're right there with them. And I really respect that. So what would you say would be a, the number one benefit? of working alongside JD factors. If you're a small trucking company, we'll stay in the trucking space. Obviously we're on the truck focus podcast. So what would the, yeah, the number one benefit be? So I think immediately it is cash. I mean, that's, that's why trucking companies come to us because they have a cash shortfall. But I think the other benefit we provide is, is the AR management, which is kind of a bit of a vague term, but what that translates to is we manage everything, but the driving and gain the new loads. So everything related to the invoicing going out to the clients, to the verification of the invoices, to the collecting on the invoices, and credit guaranteeing the advances we provide, we do for the drivers. And I think for a lot of startup trucking companies in particular, they don't realize how much time that that can take. They think, hey, if I just get a load, you know, for $3,500, I send out the invoice and everything will be gold. But uh, that's not always the case. Yes. So true. And yeah, time is key when, especially if you're a single owner operator, you got a couple of trucks, you work your 14 hours. The last thing you want to do is, especially if you're not the best at typing is, oh, typo, oh, typo, invoice rejected. Like, yeah, so there's a lot of value in that service too. And it's just nice that you mentioned that. So you also mentioned non-recourse. So what exactly is a non-recourse when we're talking factoring? So there's there's two different types of factoring. There's recourse factoring and there's non-recourse factoring. And they, they operate on the surface in very similar fashion. So both of them involve 
selling of an invoice and cash being advanced to the carrier. Where the difference lies is it comes at the time of payment. So in the case of a non-recourse factor, if for some reason the shipper or broker does not pay their bill, or they're even delinquent, like over 90 days in paying the bill, the carrier does not have to pay the factor back. And the difference is with recourse factoring is once that bill hits 90 days, is deemed delinquent, and the factor will compel the carrier to pay back the money that was advanced to them three months earlier, plus the factoring fee. And so what happens is the carrier ends up being stuck not only out of pocket for the money that they have to pay back, but they're stuck with an invoice that at 91 days probably will never pay. Yeah, that's huge. That's a nice, nice way to go to sleep at night, knowing that for 90 care days. it's good, right? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine the 91st, yeah. especially how many invoices well, could have been sent in on that time period. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you'd, you'd love to think everyone does great business and everyone's ethical and they always pay on time, but unfortunately we know that's not the case. So right. the, is that a pretty competitive, I guess, tool in the toolbox then as being a non-recourse or is that common practice? Yeah. I believe so. No, it's not common practice. Actually, there's only two companies that provide that a uh, blanket non-recourse as one of my competitors. I don't mind mentioning their name. Riviera Finance and JD Factors are really the only ones that tr- uh, provide true non-recourse factoring. There are some other factoring companies out there that say they do it, but there's always some disclaimers. I mean, you you have to prove that, that the shipper filed for bankruptcy, for instance, and we, which almost never happens. And that's the only way they'll honor non-recourse. So when it comes to true non-recourse factoring, there's really only two players in the marketplace to do that. And that's out of probably over 100 factors that operate in Canada and the U.S. right now. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good, many. that's a sharp tool. Yeah, that's good to yeah, know. Man. I think that's really good to know when people are considering their options. And I think that really is kind of tips the scales in your favor. So that's If good they job. see that as a potential issue, you know, yeah, and it, some carriers think, well, you know, my shippers are gold. They always pay their bills and there won't be any issues to which I say that may be true, but it's never a problem until it's a problem. And you, you never you know. For insurance too. Correct. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So when we're thinking if from a carrier's perspective, is there certain parameters they need to meet to be eligible for factoring and to work with you? Yeah, not not too much. I mean, they do have to be incorporated, so they cannot be a sole proprietorship. Um, They do have to otherwise prove that they're an operating entity, so they have to demonstrate they have insurance. They've got a safety certificate from the, the province. Um, and, and they have to have a load confirmation with their, their company name on it. But once they have that and the signed bill of lading showing they delivered the load, uh, as long as the shipper is otherwise credit worthy, that will be an invoice that we'll buy. Okay, that's good to know. And that was going to kind of be where we went next was if you could walk us through, say it's me, Josh's carrier services. I can give you all the documentation required. How does it work? Like, if you wanted to dive into specifics or keeping a high level, I'm fine totally with both. But if you could walk me through, so if there's listen, those listening, owner-operator model, as we know, is becoming more and more popular, which I think really ties into the value of what you're offering and factoring. So what would people go through? It's their first time they pick up the phone, they call you, they send you an email, take us from there. Yeah, sure. Happy to do that. So the process for setting up a new client is actually quite easy. I mean, we have a standard application um, they do have to submit their articles of incorporation in their carrier package, driver's license, and void checks. 
Um, but that that's basically about it. As far as what we require in, in time to set up the account, we usually only need about three to four days to set up a brand new account. Um, and, and as far as the require, financial requirements or proof of financing, as long as they're a corporate entity and they're operating and they're, they're at least current with CRA, uh, then they're eligible to have an account set up. It's pretty slick. The, um, so if they're bringing you invoices, as long as those companies are like, you can find them on Google search or what would kind of be the requirement for the, like the invoice itself? Uh, so they have to submit a load confirmation with their company name on that and then a signed bill of lading showing that that's been delivered. They don't, they do not have to prepare their own invoice. And in fact, our system allows for them just to upload the, the LC and the signed bill, bill of lading and we will automatically prepare an invoice for them, provide them with a PDF copy and send a copy to their shipper and at the same time factor that load. And that's all included in the one fee. So there's no extra charge for that. Yeah, it's that's amazing right. how... I mean, yeah, you know, the, the IT advancements, software advancements have really impacted the logistics industry quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a lot of value right there, too. Because in my mind, I made it like worst case scenario, you're tracking down the napkins where everyone signed and yeah, oh, yeah, big fiasco. So you take that entire, I guess, pain point away. I think that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It really sim- simplifies their process and they can focus on what they do best and that's delivering loads. Right. That's key. Yeah, that's key. So then three to four days to get everything set up. After that, what's kind of the time frame to be paid for the invoice? So we offer two methods of funding. We can either do a one-day EFT, which is free. There's no bank charge for that. If they need the money same day, we can provide that, but the bank does charge a wire fee. And usually there's a wire fee coming from our bank, which is TD Bank. And if they're not with TD, there's going to be a wire fee that they pay to receive it. It usually adds up close to $35 for a single wire to be sent. Um, so most people opt for that free one-day EFT, but certainly when we get to the end of the month, especially if it's on a Friday, we'll get a lot of clients requesting the same-day wire. Man, that's so crazy. Just thinking when you're waiting like a typical 30, 60, 90 days to get paid, instead you can wait one day or same day, I yeah. think just... That's music to people's ears when you're talking about, like, I, I wrote an article not too long ago about JD Factors and my experience being like, do all this great work, payrolls the next day. Oh, mechanics yeah. calling to get paid. Now, what do you know? I need a brand new set of tires. What are you, like, I just, again, where were you 10, 12 years ago is something I yeah. obviously tell you often. But yeah, I think just from a carrier standpoint, listening, or if you're looking to get into the industry, this is a really smart way to go. Because ultimately, if you can then have your money in hand and all of a sudden there's a new opportunity and it's like, oh, I need a new tractor. Okay, well, you have money Absolutely. in hand to actually make those purchases. So I think that's really right. smart, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. So in regards to the customer standpoint, if we flip the conversation and sort of the carrier's customer standpoint, what would it take, I guess, on their end if I'm, say, the shipper and receiver, and now I'm going to be dealing with JD factors to get, like, I'm sending you the invoice or how does that whole process work? Yeah, I mean, most shippers use electronic payment now. I mean, some still use paper checks, but for the most part, we're receiving e-payment. for any shippers that are even you know, medium size, we probably have multiple carriers working for them. 
So I, I think it simplifies the, the shipper's life, certainly their accounts payable, because if I have one point of contact calling them to be get payment, I'm usually calling, it could be about eight, 10, even 20 different carriers that I'm calling about. So we can certainly cover off a lot of bases very quickly for them. That's smart. Have you had, I guess, an experience where a customer or a shipper, I guess, wasn't interested and they say, no, 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 I'm just going to deal with the carrier? Or are they pretty on board once they kind of see in their minds, wow, this is going to be really easy. Instead of 18 carriers, it's one point of contact, like you said. Right. Now, I'd say 95% of brokers are on board, but there are still 5%, probably about 1 in 20 that will not work with factoring companies. And that, that's within their right. I mean, they have to agree to participate in this process. And so if they don't want to work with factors, I mean, we will let the carrier know. Usually we can let them know in advance once they present them as a possible uh, a shipper that they will not work with the factoring company. But more often than not, that shipper themselves offers some sort of a quick pay program whereby they will pay the invoice quickly they often charge more than I'll charge for factoring, but it, it can be a bit of a revenue stream for them. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I can see that, especially when you have multiples, but then from the carrier's perspective, again, we're aligned to work with the carrier. I'm an advocate to defend carriers, which again, sure. I think there's a lot of, just a lot of wins dealing with Gord, dealing with factoring in general, but that's good to know. And I think, I think that's something that's probably missed in a conversation between the shipper and the, and the carrier too. If they're saying, hey, yeah, we'll do it for you, they're not thinking maybe about, is there a different way to get paid fast, but at a cheaper rate? So that's nice to know. I think that's a really important piece to highlight. Absolutely. Yeah. So is there, I guess, resources out there, maybe a carrier or soon-to-be carriers on the fence, and they're like, oh, I don't know, like this is a great conversation, but is there resources available if it's online, if it's blog articles, that kind of thing, where they can read up just to, I guess, empower themselves and educate themselves a little bit more before the first conversation? Yeah, well, there is an overall industry body. It's the International Factoring Association. I mean, they can certainly go there. It may not be trucking specific, um, but they definitely provide information. Uh, our company's website, jdfactors.com, does have quite a bit of information as well. Um, I would also encourage um, uh, carriers to talk to other carriers or even look at Google reviews and you'll see what, what people say. Now, if you look at our Google reviews, they are almost universally positive. They aren't all positive. I mean, we haven't been able to, to uh, please 100% of our clients, but the ones that stay within our parameters that we agree to, by and large, they, they really do enjoy our service and those reviews reflect that. Nice. Yeah, and that's, again, huge to your integrity and the company's integrity when if people are consistently showing up to say, man, Gord's really easy to deal with. Oh, it's flawless. Oh, this is this works for right. me. Oh, I'm getting paid. I think those are really attractive right. things that, again, aren't really talked about enough because people would rather talk about the flip side and complain about this and that when it's like, no, let's keep the conversation positive. So it's nice to right. know for sure. And we try to keep them on board as far as far as the law goes as well. I mean, if they're double brokering loads and we find out about it, I mean, we're, we're going to say, listen, you have to cease and desist this or allow us to get set up in the process whereby we pay your carrier that's doing the load for you. In which case, because we do work with a lot of freight brokers, we can set it up that way. So, sorry, you meant what they mentioned the... Um like basically a double pay? How? What exactly is that? So uh, sometimes shippers, well, shippers will issue load confirmation to a certain carrier. 
Sometimes carriers who happen to be, be a, a client uh, of ours, doesn't happen too often, they'll get another carrier to do that load. Okay. And, and so the paper trail gets mixed up because you'll have another carrier on the bill of lading signing off on delivering the load, but the load confirmation was issued to, to the first carrier. So that's considered double brokering, and that's usually not permitted um, by, by shippers. So when we notice that, um, you know, we, we politely try to reprimand our clients and, and advise them not to do that. Occasionally, we find out because the second carrier calls us looking for payment. So it's on a load that we've factored, but our, our client has not, not paid them. Again, it does not happen very often, but occasionally does. So it's just an example whereby we try to keep everybody on board, um, both ethically and legally. Never would have thought of that. But yeah, that could see the, the different challenges that could create when they're then undercutting sure. someone else to do the load. So again, I just, you've listed so many reasons why not just factoring, like factoring is key, but working with yourself, working with your team at JD Factors is super important because we both operate as men with integrity in the industry. And I just, mm -hmm. I really like to see that. And that's kind of where I wanted to go to next. So you as a person, you're obviously dealing with lots of carriers. You're helping a lot of people. Do you think about the legacy that you're leaving in your conversations and your impact that you're having on these businesses? Do you think about that when you're navigating these spaces? I, I think I do probably more on a subconscious level than a conscious day-to-day -day level. But I mean, I, I try to reflect my, my Christian faith and how I deal with people. And so I try to deal with them ethically and, and honorably. Um, and speaking on behalf of the company, I think the company from the ownership of JD Factors all the way down behaves that way as well. And if they didn't, it probably wouldn't be a company that I would work for. Yeah. And I, I think that's really important, especially, again, for those listening that are you can always be like, hmm, is Gord for real? And I like <laughs> the fact that I can, obviously I'm sitting on the opposite side of a screen, but when we're together, if we're on the phone, if it's an email, you're, you're very consistent and you're very compassionate. And I really respect that because again, we're both men of faith. We both really care about our industry. So it's nice to sure. be able to, I guess, operate in that space because far too often, unfortunately, people don't. And I just like being able to vote for you. I think it's really powerful. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate that. And, yeah. you know, the industry, it's an unregulated industry. I mean, we do have a regulatory body, the International Factoring Association, but that's self-regulation. As far as government regulation, there really isn't much when it comes to factoring. And so unlike the mortgages of the world, or lease contracts, or, or even cell phone contracts, there is not much government regulation in that. So really, I, I, I don't want to name names, and I haven't had personal experience, but I've heard it from clients, that there are some companies out there that will promise one thing and deliver something entirely different. And unfortunately for the carrier, there's nothing really to protect them uh, uh, from getting sort of that bait and switch and, and gain on with a, a factoring company that basically they've got them in handcuffs and, and they're eating away all their working capital. Yeah, that's a pretty scary thought to working with someone that's not ethical, that you can tell there's just not really the, the human element. And I right. think that that's missing in a lot, especially if there's no governing body or regulatory saying you must do these 19 things every single time. So again, it's just nice to know that I can stand where I stand and say, I like proudly support Gord. I proudly support and advocate for JD factors because the more I learn and the more this conversations that we have, I, like, I really value consistency to me. That's super important in people like 
rain or sun, snow, whatever. I'm like, who is the person? And I like knowing that yeah. man, Gord is Gord. And Tina, like shout out yeah. to Tina too. Just Absolutely. Like, I yeah. really respect her professionalism and high energy. And you're like, okay, this is good. And then when you can talk about things like ethics, you can talk about regulatory bodies, but we always stay above board. All, like I like that. And I think our listeners that are interested in this space, they're like, Okay, that's really good to know because if you're not familiar with terms, if you're not familiar with the practice, it's easy to get duped, I think, and just be like, well, I wouldn't have thought of that. Like, use car salesman, thanks. But it's again, I like bringing right. it back to the professionalism. So, really well done. Well, and, and speaking of Tina, my manager, she's been the president of the International Factory Association, the Canadian chapter, for years. And, and she's always encouraging fellow members to set the bar high as far as the ethics and the standards they use. And I mean, it, it's self-benefiting because if there's a lot of factoring companies going around there and ripping off people, it, it tarnishes JD factors as much as it tarnishes anyone else. But but I really appreciate the fact that she really sets that ethical bar high for the entire industry. Yes. Yeah, that is huge. And actually, I don't know if I knew that she was on that as the president. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, that really speaks volumes just to the character, again, of yourself as, as her as a leader. But I think, yeah, just anytime you have an influence in someone, you are a leader. And being in a position where you can say, hey, you're fighting with these three things and I can help you, that's impact. And I think that's super cool. Right. And just really yeah. respect that. Yeah. So, no, honestly, this entire conversation, Gord, I really value part of it's your time. Like, obviously, we have time commitments. We're busy. You got lots going on mm-hmm. in the new office here in Calgary. So I really yeah. appreciate you showing up. But I also really appreciate that's you right. highlighting factoring with a, like I said, you talk ethics, you talk ease, it's simple. It's beneficial for both sides of the coin. It's beneficial for your, their customer. It's beneficial for them, obviously, as your customer. But yeah, I do really appreciate that you hopped on. So as we kind of come to a close, was there anything else that you wanted to highlight today? But also, can you just give us a recap again? Where can people go, obviously, from a website perspective, but your contact details that you're comfortable sharing? So, I mean, the company website, jdfactors.com, regardless of where a person's located in the U.S. or Canada, and I know you have a broad reach with your podcast, you can go onto our website and click the find an office link in just whatever state or province you're located, you will automatically be directed to the appropriate office. I myself do a Manitoba West, so Western Canada. So I can be reached at 403-370-7547. That's on the website. Um, my colleagues in Ontario, Christian and Upjit, they can be reached at 905-501-5000. Uh, Michael Deschambault in Montreal, I do not know his phone number off the top of my head. He's on speed dial, but you can <laughs> click on the website. And if you're in La Belle Province, you can connect with him and he'll be able to help you out. And we have eight additional offices in the U.S. for any of your U.S. listeners. And so we've got the U.S. territory divided up into eight different pies. And so there'll be somebody nearby that can help them out. It's amazing. Yeah. And I really appreciate the fact that you're able to give your team a shout out too, because obviously we have the relationship, but there are some really incredible people across North America. That's a huge yes. reach. And yeah, as just our podcast platform grows, it's nice to see, like I, I monitor our metrics pretty closely and like we've had some downloads in the Europe, like it's just Europe slash Asia part of the world where okay. I'm like, I don't know anyone personally over there, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then obviously, yeah, North America. And yeah, it's just, it's great to see. It's nice to see the unity of your team because ultimately, like if you were to say, no, no, 
no, no, I'm the best. Don't then again, doesn't speak to <laughs> <Well>, your call. <laughs> speaking of your reach, I mean, in Europe, uh, factoring is far more common than it is in North America and certainly Asia as well. So, I mean, when you're looking at somewhere around $3 trillion a year being factored, uh, most of that is outside of North America. So, so we're actually kind of the new kids to the game when it comes to factoring. I mean, certainly it's been around for about 50 years, but the presence in Europe and Asia is, is much, for factoring is much more prevalent. That is a large number. I didn't realize it was to that extent. And yes. I guess that's, yeah, that's a great point. They obviously have trekking logistics in multiple sectors. And all, all too, through yeah. the logistics supply chain. I mean, right. all the way from manufacturers all, all the way through to, to final consumer use. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's remarkable. Yes. No, I agree. But again, Gord, I really do appreciate you taking the time to hop on the podcast. Oh, my pleasure. This was just fun. And I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity to uplift you as well and educate our listeners. So thanks again. Have a wonderful day. Great. Okay. Thanks so much, Josh. Take care. You too. Bye. Cash flow is such an important part of your business. And I really appreciate the valuable information Gord shared during our conversation today on how factoring can help ensure you are paid quickly for the hard work and excellent service that you offer. So I highly recommend visiting jdfactors.com, but also contacting Gord directly to learn more about factoring to see if this is a viable solution for your cash flow. So I've obviously included Gord's contact details in the show notes below. Furthermore, I want to give a huge shout out again to JD Factors for being today's sponsor. Super grateful. Thank you again, Gord, for hopping on. Just again, you're such a great guy, great leader in the industry, and I really appreciate your time. So before you leave, I ask that you like this episode, you share it out with those that you feel need to hear it, and subscribe to the channel that you were listening to. Again, if this was the first time you've ever checked out a Truck Focus podcast, I welcome you to our community. And all of our dedicated listeners, honestly, thank you so much for your continued investment and time. It really does mean a lot. As always, Let's create a pivotal impact. Bye. Well, friends, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as I hope today's episode brought amazing value for you. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thanks. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you're notified of all of our upcoming episodes. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you. This journey has been incredible so far, and it honestly is because of all of your support and encouragement that you've shown along the way. And as I like to say, the greater the following, the greater the impact. And because of you, our impact is growing across the transportation sector. As always, if you found value in today's episode, I do encourage you to share with others in your network that you believe would receive value from listening. Your support means so much. So the Truck Focus podcast is brought to you by Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions, a company focused on connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. To learn more about the Truck Focus podcast, please visit the show notes. You can connect with us on social, visit our website, sign up to our monthly newsletter, and so much more. If you do happen to visit our website, I encourage you to check out the Truck Focus blog, learn more about our industry strategic partners, view our online training, and more. Furthermore, if you have a question or a topic that you would like to be discussed or reviewed in a future episode, feel free to send me an email. I've, I've also included my email in the show notes. So I just wanted to say thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Truck Focus podcast, where again, our goal is simple. We want to connect industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. I hope you have a safe day and let's create a pivotal impact.